Welcome to the Inspirational Corner with me, your host, Stylisha Bolton, as we encourage you here to live bold, live loud, and live authentically without apology. Welcome to another episode, everyone. And if this is your first time listening in, I encourage you to go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you like to listen to your favorite podcasts and follow the Inspirational Corner so you will not miss out on any new podcast episodes. And with all that said, let's get into today's episode. However, before we get into today's episode, I want to say Happy New Year. It is 2023. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh. We are here. We have made it to this new year. Out with out with the old and definitely in with the new. So I hope that you are starting your new year off in a great, exciting, and expansive way. So today I am talking about 2023 being the year of the rebel and rock star. I truly feel like 2023 is going to be the the year of being a rebel and a rock star for me. I just felt that the end of last year after I did my reflection and you know, it made peace with 2022. And when I was thinking about a podcast episode going into the new year, this was the first thing that came to my mind, you know, 2023, the year of the rebel and rock star. And so it's a quote that I end up finding that I really liked. And it says, it's not rebels that make trouble, but trouble that makes rebels. And I just thought that that was just such a divine and on time quote for this episode and you know I have you know looked up the word rebel and rock star and I just didn't like you know Webster's definition so you you all know if you've been listening to this podcast for a while I truly like to kind of make my own definitions and I believe the word rebel and rock star those two words to me are very synonymous to each other because I believe believe that these two terms are defined as people who have the courage to defy the odds. When you think of different celebrities that's rebels and, you know, the different rock stars, when I think of people like Tina Turner, Cher, Madonna, I just think to me those women represent a tenacity of overcoming the odds in their life and them becoming such a super and big important part of a constant evolution in music and as women as a whole and what they have created in their career has been awesome it has been legendary because all three of the women that I talked about Tina Turner a share and you know Madonna they are iconic women and you can't get more iconic than that and when I think about my personal definition of a rock star and rebel I to me I define a rebel and rock star as a person who has the courage to change their life's traumas and tragedies into triumph if you think about all the things that you've been through in your life the different things that have you know, changed your life in so many ways and where you are now and who you are now, you know that everything that you've been through has really defined who you are today. It has helped you overcome and be the 
determined and the confident and courageous person that you are today. When I think about my own personal trials and tribulations that I've been through in my life, um, if you all have been a part of my community for a while, you know that I've talked about, uh, you know, at what, in 2007, I was, I think, I don't even remember how old I was, but I was in my uh, late 20s, um, mid to late 20s in, in 2007, and my two-year-old daughter passed away, and that changed my life forever, and I'm not where I was those maybe 19, 14, 15, 16, 17 years ago, but I can truly say it changed me in such a great way. It made me a more person to be aware of myself and my purpose in this world. And even, you know, taking care of my oldest daughter at the time, she was only five when my two-year-old passed away. And it changed me in so many ways. I mean, that's something, you know, uh, that I'm going to always be healing through, but I'm in a better position mentally and emotionally, emotionally now than I was maybe a year ago, two years ago, because there's no time limit for, for something like that, you know, and that was truly a traumatic thing that happened in my life and a tragedy that, you know, that, like I said, something that I will never, um, I don't want to say get over, but something that I will never, you know, be totally healed from because I always miss my youngest daughter, but I'm grateful for my oldest daughter and she is constantly healing as well. And so to me, when you emerge into your rebel and rock star era, you really begin to reclaim the time and energy and freedom that you've been given away. And I just think about it. Um, the time that my two-year-old passed away when I went through that tragedy in 2007. Everybody kept on telling me I was strong and they seen my strength, but I was operating out of not strength. Strength was not the word. I was operating out of grief and really out of numbness because I didn't give myself that time to heal properly or give myself time to step back. I was still living life as usual because I didn't know how to process what I dealt with or process what I went through. And it really helped me see, I became really more self-aware of myself and the people that at the time that I was calling my friends at the time. And during that transition in my life, I had so many different people stop being my friends and walk out of my life. And it was a wake up call for me because even during that time, I was still in the space of overextending myself, oversharing, overgiving and people pleasing and doing all these extra things when I wasn't a, being attentive or attending to my grief, even to my oldest daughter grief, because I was trying to be everybody else's hero because I would, I didn't want to face or want to sit with and deal with what I was, the emotions that I was dealing with. So I buried myself in, you know, helping other people. I buried myself in 
avoiding my pain and that's not healthy, not at all. But I truly can say when I started going through a shift and change, it was like maybe four years after her death. And in 2011, I sought out therapy because I knew who I was and where I was. I was not in a mental healthy space and place especially knowing that I still needed to raise my um, oldest daughter at the time. Um, And I still needed to be mentally healthy for her and still kind (laughs) of venture through life. Because when something like that happens in life, when things happen, traumatic things happen in your life, you still have to keep going. Life doesn't stop. You know, the world doesn't care because bills still have to be paid things still have to be done and I can truly say I didn't have that space and time to kind of stop and say let me take a sabbatical you know because I you know I had my home you know at the time um and I had to still pay a mortgage and you know keep have my home in order and have the upkeep of my home still together. It was just so much bills were, like I said, still coming in and still taking care of her, making sure she's okay. And, you know, her mental health wasn't great. You know, she was only five at the time, but you know, that instant loss at such a young age. And then at me being a young mother in my, like I said, you know, I had my two year old when I was 25 and to lose her, um, three or four years later, I was like 28. Yeah, I was 28 when, when she passed away. And it was just heart-wrenching. And a lot of people was like, oh, was she sick or anything? No, she was healthy and well. I never, you know, maybe one day I will discuss what happened. But I, you know, that is something, because I am a private person, so that's something I keep private for me because I don't focus on her death. I focus on her life. And so... As being a rebel and a rock star, like I said before, you're going to have tragedies and things that you're going to go through. But what make, make you emerge as a rebel and rock star and being in this era is that you really take account that your time and energy is important and your freedom is important. And like I said, when I was going through all, the, all those transitions, in 2011, I sought out therapy and then things started to shift in my life. Mentally, I began to get some clarity and some help in my own spiritual journey, my belief in God and my, me praying and me, you know, getting the spiritual healing that I need. Like I said, it's a constant day-to-day thing. It's not a, you know, overnight thing. And so just going through that journey, and at the time I called it my authentic journey, because I had, became a different version. I think it's a lot of things in my life that was going on at the time. And when my two-year-old passed away, it just pushed me over the edge in 2007 because I was already to a point in my life where I, you know, was just, you know, I really didn't have a idea of who I really was or was tapping it into my self-worth because I didn't know about, you know, what we have now, this self-care and self-love and self-worth movement going on. That wasn't a thing when I was, um, in 2007, that wasn't a thing. And so having the mindset to go ahead and get therapy in 2011 
was the best thing I can do. And I'm so grateful that um, it was led in my heart that the Lord really, you know, just was leading me to go in that direction. And because I knew I, I wanted to to change and I needed some type of peace, you know, and that was the beginning of taking off. I w it was like an onion. It was the beginning of taking off a layer of bitterness and anger and, you know, me feeling miserable because I wasn't myself and I didn't really know who I was. And during that time from 2011 all the way until 2021, this journey has been ongoing just different levels, different processes and different versions of myself, different layers have been coming off. And with those different layers that have fell off me, there have also been people that have transitioned out of my life, you know, different friendships and relationships that I had no longer exist. Even the relationships that still are around, there's a separation. And so that's why I said when you get into your rebel and rock star era, you have to have courage and know you don't you don't know you no longer have to allow your personal traumas and tragedies to trap you into becoming a victim. Now, in my scenario with the loss of my daughter, it wasn't so much about being a victim. It was about allowing myself, giving myself permission to process my pain the way I needed to process it. For some people they feel like you're not, it's almost what, 15, 16, 17 years and you're still not over it. And I don't think there, there, there is such a thing as being over losing, you know, someone, um, especially if they're not living, you know, you know, especially if, you know, being my daughter, my youngest daughter, I don't think there's ever a time where, where I be over. I don't think that's the right term, but then you have some people that just don't really know what to say or really don't understand or may not be compassionate or empathetic enough to understand that that trauma or tragedy can, it lasts a lifetime, but it was up to me to figure out how I was going to allow this tragedy and this traumatic thing that happened, how was I going to change the scenario? And when I began to start doing some inner work, I said, I'm not going to allow what has happened to make me a victim or to make me feel like life is over. It's I'm, life is hopeless because I, I, you know, I still have, I still have purpose in this life. And I have my oldest daughter. I still had another daughter to take care of. That was another extension of me. And instead I, use that the things the the mental things that I was transitioning through and the the emotional things I was transitioning through I allowed it to make me become a bigger and better and brighter person how can I help somebody else that was the mindset so when you're in your rebel and rock star era the things that you're dealing with the things that you're processing through the traumas the tragedies in your life you are using those things as a stepping stone to lead others to the light and not letting other people be in darkness. And I think that's, excuse me, what's so important. You begin to have the tenacity to, to capitalize on your pain by becoming, like I said, by becoming a light to lead others 
to a greater knowledge of themselves and knowing that they're not alone. And I, I truly believe that that has been my purpose in all the things that I've been through, not only my two year pass away, but other personal things that I've been through in my life, uh, traumatic and trauma, tra uh, traumatic and tragic things that I've been through in my life. It has truly helped me be a light for others and lead them, you know, through their dark moments, you know, and that has been my purpose. And I'm grateful and your pain as a rebel and a rock star becomes your victory and freedom because you're not allowing your pain to define your or self-sabotage or sabotage your whole life. And what I mean by that, it's a quote, um, I forgot who it was by, it says pain isn't inevitable, but suffering is optional. And I love that quote because we all are going to endure pain in life. That's inevitable. We can't get past pain. Um, we can't get past disappointments. However, suffering is optional. If we choose to allow the pain to stay in our pain and not find healthy solutions to no longer be in this mode of suffering, like when I decided in 2011 that I no longer can could operate in the life that I was operating, being angry and, and just, you know, just, you know, flipping out at the time with my oldest daughter. She was, like I said, she was young. So, you know, not being able to show her love, the love that she needed from me, it, it created a lot of turmoil within myself. And I just didn't like who I was becoming. I, I became this cold, distant, you know, person, and I wasn't happy, you know, my, my daughter wasn't, my oldest daughter wasn't happy, and I knew that I didn't have to suffer, and so seeking outside help was important, and, and many times we suffer because we don't understand, and we're not aware of our inner power to become free, we stay trapped in our trauma and tragedy because we don't understand that we truly have the power to set our soul free, to set our self free. And I think that's important um, in this rock star and rebel era of 2023. As you are entering to, into your rebel and rock star era, just know that you have the power, you have the key to set yourself free because your power lies within. And when... I thought about this subject, uh, this Bible verse came up in my head, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and 17. It says, uh, this scripture states, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I truly believe that because, of course, I believe in the Lord. I believe in God. So within yourself, there is a greater, higher being within you, which is your spirit, your soul. And there is a connection that you have with a higher being that you believe in. And within you is the spirit of the power within you that you have. And when you understand that everything you need, everything you desire is within you won't feel the need to search outside of yourselves. And so many times we'll do that. We will 
go outside of ourselves and looking for others to give us permission and validation to be powerful when we already are powerful beyond measure. We're asking our boss, we're asking our family members or maybe the relationship we're in to give us the power to, to be powerful. For instance, I, you know, there has been a time in my life where, you know, different friends that I had or, you know, different connections that I've had, you know, in friendships and, you know, my female friends, they, they were, you know, looking for a relationship or this guy to define who they were, you know, for him, you know, who she was in his life. You know what I'm saying? And I think that as women, we, we're trying to say, oh, where do I fit in in your life? Instead of understanding that the ball is in your court, you have the power to define and, and you, it, and as you learn to create boundaries, because we are not taught these things in school or in life, but when you learn to create, when you understand, I say this, when you understand what your boundaries is and what, and how you want to start, start setting your boundaries, you'll understand that a label is just a label, but you have the power to allow different people to have different spaces in your life if they deserve that space in your life. This is something I have learned recently. I've learned that I've been establishing labels and spaces for people in my life and, you know, rearranging my life just to hold a space for them. And they didn't really deserve that space. And so now I'm in a place, in a healthier place in my life where I have a right to have a boundary set. To me, it's like having a door closed. Just think about it. That door closed in your, you know, in your house is that boundary from the outside world. And nobody can just barge in your home without knocking on the door. And if they're trying to just break down a door, guess what? They are overstepping their boundary. So that's how I look at boundaries now is a closed door, you know? And I have a right to close my door and be so be I can be safe. So I can feel protected and at peace in my home. And so if somebody is just trying to barge in my space without knocking on the door or ringing the doorbell, then they don't respect my boundary. And I think that is a great example of what boundaries are. And some of us don't know how to set boundaries or, you know, where to begin. And so I just believe when we are in this space of feeling like we need permission to be powerful when we are already powerful, then we, we are giving the power over to other people. Like I use the example with relationships and how, you know, especially as women, we, you know, want to be labeled in a man's life. You know, what am I? And it has changed over the years. I think women, we, we are more empowered now than we ever been. So it may not be that way as of now, but you still have some women that I have met, like, I want to get married. Like, okay, you want to get married because that's a label, because that's defining who you are. Are you saying that you're not important or that you're not worthy because, or you're not enough because you're not married? And some women do feel that way. They feel like, well, if I'm, if I'm not in a relationship or if I'm not married, then 
what is my purpose or I'm not valuable. And I think that is a sad way to feel or be. And I know that the reason a person may feel that way is because they have not tapped into their inner rebel and their inner spiritual rebel and rock star. And I know for me, what has been an ongoing thing, my therapist uh, always say that she wants me to feel empowered. And for me, I really got an epiphany recently um, talking to her. And I told her maybe last year, which was like last week, but I told her, I realized in order for me to feel empowered, I must give myself permission to unleash the power within me. I can't feel empowered until I give myself permission. So she always tell me, give yourself permission, give yourself permission. And I, now the thought has been, Salisha, are you giving yourself permission to be who you are, to thrive, to take a day off, to not work, to take a half a day? You know, just simple things like that that I deal with. You know, are you giving yourself permission to rest, to relax, to not do anything, to want, you know, give yourself permission. But the more that I'm giving myself permission, the more empowered I am feeling because I'm unlocking my inner rebel and rock star. My inner spiritual rebel and rock star is being unleashed because I'm like, you know what? This is how I want to live. This is how I desire to live. This is what I want. And I'm not going to suppress my emotions. I'm not, I'm going to make my voice heard. I'm going to do the things I've been wanting to do in my life that I haven't been doing. And if you feel like 2023 is your year to be the rebel and rock star, to no longer sit on the sidelines and see everybody else win and live their life, no longer ask for permission, then this episode is truly for you. So I want to give you all three ways to begin your rock star and rebel era in 2023. Number one, get fed up. What do I mean by this? Well, I mean, when you become tired of living a subpar mediocre life is to me when you become serious about making some changes in your life. I know in my life it took for me to get fed up with being treated certain ways by people, feeling neglected, feeling like other people was putting me on a back burner, but I was really doing it to myself type of thing. When I stopped, when I really began to stop allowing this behavior from other people and start requiring for myself to show up for myself. And when I started making intentional changes, when I got tired of being sick and tired of dealing with the same men that I was dealing with in relationships, uh, the, the toxic friendships and toxic, (laughs) toxic, unhealthy relationships in my life, when I no longer wanted to live like that anymore and attract those people, that's when I started to make some changes. So sometimes you got to get fed up. Some of you have not tapped into your inner rebel rock star (laughs) because you are not fed up yet. You're still are allowing certain behaviors from yourself, self-sabotaging behaviors from yourself and from other people. You still entertaining toxic relationships and friendships because you're not fed up yet. And so once you get fed up, you will start really going within and connecting with that inner spiritual rebel and rock star. Number two, number two is I can say my favorite because I can relate to this in 
in so many different ways. Stop apologizing. As women, we are always saying, I'm sorry, you know, for taking up space, for speaking how we really truly feel and how we want to feel instead of, you know, we're always suppressing how we feel. And last year, I can truly say I took a stand for myself. I said, I'm no longer suppressing how I feel. And true enough, I can't control how other people are going to embrace or maybe not embrace what I'm saying. But it was about me taking a stand for myself and knowing that my how I feel matters. I'm not I said I'm no longer suppressing how I feel. What I say is what I say. What I mean is what I mean. And sometimes it may not come out as elegant or as tactful as some people want it to come out. (laughs) You know, sometimes you say what you say, you mean what you say, and you, you, there's, there may be a lot of emotion behind it, but I no longer want to be like, well, I'll wait to say, well, I feel better and wait till my head, I'm in the right head space. Sometimes things need to be said to certain people, especially if they're coming at you in a negative way. Sometimes I believe you have to say what you have to say. And you can always go back and say, Hey, I apologize for how things were said. I don't apologize for what I said, but how I said it, I, I can be responsible and, you know, and mature enough to apologize for that. But I'm getting to a point of, Suppressing my voice, I will not be doing in 2023. My inner rebel and rock star is not apologizing for taking up space in the world and making sure my voice is heard. And when your voice is heard and you're speaking up for yourself, then you will no longer feel the need to apologize for your truth and the life you desire to live. You will be unapologetic about really living the life that you want because you will be excited to make the necessary changes and steps that you're making towards living the life you want, really want to live. And I think that has been a big shift for me in um, the end of last year and making peace with 2022, because I understand that some relationships have shifted because I'm choosing me. Some things are changing because I'm choosing me. And at the end of the day, I'm not apologizing for choosing what's best for me. And the last one, number three, take ownership. I think it's so important that you take ownership and be courageous enough to stand up for what you want and how you desire to live. So many people are not living a life that's true to who they desire to be and what they want. Instead, they are complaining over and over again, over and over again, or hating or throwing throwing stones at somebody else because they're living the life that they want to live. They're not taking no risk. One thing my therapist had told me, she said, you may have found out that, you know, when you relocated and where you live in now, Virginia is not for you, but you did, you were intentional about taking a risk just to see. And I'm telling you, coming to Virginia was the best thing I ever did for me and my daughter. You know, although she's a young adult, you know, but it was the best thing at the time because she was like 19. Well, we only been here. She what for a year. So she was 19 going on 20. So I can truly say leaving behind the old and relocating 
the beginning of last year was the best thing I could do for me and my daughter, especially for myself. It was the best thing I could do for myself mentally, emotionally, because I'm not the same woman I was at the beginning of 2022. When I, when the end of 22, 2022 came, I was a whole, I look back and I'm like, man, I'm a different woman. And I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of being courageous enough to listen to my inner rebel and rock star telling me, you and your daughter deserve better. You deserve to have a peace of mind. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be abundantly supplied. You deserve to feel wealthy and live in wealth. You know, I believe I'm wealthy and overflowing and abundant because that's my birthright. You know, um, God wants that for all of us to be wealthy and abundant and know that we are, you know, we are, we were already born into it. With that said, just accepting that and really, leaning into that and really surrounding myself around that and really taking intentional steps to create a life that put my mental health first. You know, you know, one thing I can truly say when you do start doing these different things and when you do start taking ownership, things change in your life because you're no longer outsourcing your life to society, the government, your job, or other people, you're taking control of the life that you want to live in. You're creating the narrative. You're not allowing fear. You're not allowing all these other external aspects or emotional aspects to create your narrative. And I encourage you to lean into your inner rebel and rock star in 2023 because you're going to see how quickly things are going to shift for you in 2023 as you start off pacing yourself in this month you know start tapping into that spirit that inner spiritual rebel and rock star whether it's prayer whether it's meditation you know journaling and I do all those things I pray journal meditate and just spend that that's time with yourself. The more time you spend with yourself in solitude, the more you get to know yourself. And the more you hear your inner rebel and inner rock star, you hear that your spirit leading you and your soul desires helping you manifest and have having that faith to produce the things that you want to produce in your life. And you know here at the Inspirational Corner, we always encourage you all to live bold, live loud, and live authentically without apology. And until the next episode, everyone, be blessed and have a great week.